I'm Molly Stewart. And I'm Brad Fitch. And this is Home, Home for, for Hallmark, Hallmark, your new countdown to Hanukkah podcast <laughs> miniseries. <laughs> yeah, Brad, tonight we're going to talk about lights, love, Hanukkah, chocolatkas, rolled dollar bills, <laughs> nieces named Molly. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. We've arrived. <laughs> Finally. It was a long, long road. It's a long eight weeks that we've endured for our listener. How many hours would you judge that we watched Hallmark movies over the last eight weeks? Well, Four million? Well, I think with the start and stop of having to, that when I, I paused, I would say probably 75 hours <sighs> on top of a 70 hour work week. Right. Most weeks for yeah. the last eight weeks. You know but, what I did notice was all of the New Year's movies that are coming out. I, I with the same actors. <laughs> I saw something like um, so a skate one with yep. the uh, Chateau yep. Christmas. Yes, but it's been fun, and we we appreciated. Well, we had you no. Know, I stopped looking because mm -hmm. I we we did this for fun. This was something to yeah. fill our creative outlet needs mm -hmm. through this pandemic and but we had about 270 um followers listeners sweet that, so 270 people care what we say right i mean we are far from famous but <laughs> <laughs> far far from famous but it is definitely appreciated and you know we've hopefully provided a little levity for yeah. some folks maybe made 2020 a little bit more survivable right for somebody not maybe not us. Not us. But, de <laughs> but definitely for our Hallmark. Right. I'm tired. Yeah. And I we couldn't watch another Christmas movie. No. So that's we why we for our final review, we <laughs> stuck with the only Hanukkah movie that yeah. debuted this Hallmark season. Very definitely. Um I, we don't want to call it a token Hanukkah movie, but maybe a tribute to the Jewish Hallmark watchers. Right. Yeah. Well, there was something <laughs> funny that I saw on YouTube this week. Mm, okay. Um, have you ever heard of Cameo? Mm, I don't think so. So Cameo <laughs> is essentially a website for B, C, D, E, F list um, celebrities, oh, actors, uh, athletes. Oh, that might be my favorite what new website. Okay. Right. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Um, what you do is you go on and they have a booking fee and then you you can send uh, a message Lindsay Lohan oh and Lindsay you know Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> why did you pick Lindsay cuz she's she's on she's that's on cameo. okay all right cool and um and, and then you can you know it's happy birthday oh that's kind of cool well so you can get like a a special message from some sort of famous person yeah okay so smoky robinson <gasps> yeah smoky robinson. smoky robinson is on cameo <gasps> I've got a book, Smokey Robinson. Well, you might think twice. Oh, no, why? <laughs> so, uh, Smokey Robinson's um, cameo fee is $400. What? Yeah. And, and well, these, he's got to pay somebody to polish all those Grammys. Well, and these videos are <laughs> 15 to 30 seconds. So, he could be making quite a bit wow. of money in a day. Wow. But um, I don't know if you knew this. But probably not. That there are two different spellings of Hanukkah. Oh, probably. There's probably like so there's, an Americanized and then well, a Yiddish spelling. No? So Hanukkah with an H, H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Yeah. And then there's Hanukkah with a C-H, C-H-A-N-U-K-A-H. Hanukkah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hanukkah. Um, 
So Smokey Robinson no. was sending a lovely message no. Um, no. to a fan. <gasps> hey, Marco, how you doing? Surprise, surprise. This is Smokey Robinson. I know you didn't expect to hear from me, but I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jared, and they wanted me. They told me that you used to live in Detroit across the street from me, and gosh, that's that's beautiful. Um, how are you doing again? <laughs> nice talking to you again, I guess. But anyway, you're living in Vancouver now, and they want me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka <laughs> because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. <laughs> Imagine if you spent four hundred dollars to send your parent like, say happy Hanukkah and it came out Chanuka. Uh, happy Christmas. Well, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is also C H. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, oh, poor Smokey. So <laughs> I'm I'm very grateful that uh, Hallmark chose to spell this movie with an H. Yeah, so I think were- it's 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 for us non-Semitic peoples. Yeah. <laughs> So let's jump in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the movie is set in Cleveland area. Um, the, uh, we've got Christina, who's a chef. Which um, which we only learned of her name because we oh, paused on the screen oh. when she was in the kitchen in her chef's uniform. Oh, see, you're much more detail-oriented. I just watched You just waited in, said it. 25 yeah. minutes into the movie. I think it was more like 45 minutes before I caught it because I'm like, I think I'm missing her name somewhere. Yeah, but Christina Rossi. <laughs> okay, Christina Rossi. All right. Very good Italian name, Rossi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's a chef. She has her own restaurant, which she inherited from her dead mom. Oop, dead parent number one. Ding, 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 ding. Well, we find out, I mean, right away. So she's going to pick up the wreaths. So many wreaths. And Why she, did she buy four wreaths? I, 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 well, one. She, she, well, went she to ordered pi- one. Went to pick it up. Yeah. Was more excited about that than anything else in the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah, When clearly. she received yes. the plastic wreath and then said, <laughs> I'll take two more. Yes. And then took a... Make it four. Make it one more. And then (laughs) just pulled out an undisclosed amount of rolled dollar bills (laughs) and handed it to the cashier. (laughs) You know, that, I mean, maybe that's a very Italian thing to do. Maybe she's from the mafioso. So she, you know, they, they, they put their money in a broccoli rubber but this band. Was, okay. Well, this was a very small roll of cash money. Well, I only learned that from the Sopranos. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Well, okay. this isn't the only time in the movie that it was she a little rubber presents band. a rolled dollar bill or two. Really? Mm-hmm. Just saying. So, yes. So, you're, are you saying she has a, I'm not a, a booger anything. sugar problem? This is Hallmark. <laughs> I'm saying it's a very interesting way to uh, carry cash. Impractical mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I I would lose all my money in the laundry yeah. if I did that. So she has a Christmas decorating addiction. We find out she's right. just decorating ad nauseum because it cheers her up because she's still suffering deeply from the loss of her mother. It's her first, the first Christmas, first Christmas without her, uh, without her. Janet mother. is her BFF. Yeah, Janet, who is also um, one of the starving artist actors from Timeless Christmas. Remember, she was the one that. It's oh. not Shakespeare after all, right? Yep, there you go. There you go. So we've recycled an actress in this movie. Right. She, Good for you. You're a working actress in the middle of COVID. Good for you. Tells Christina she reminds her so much of her mom. Her this, adopted mom. Well, this right, we find out, even though I'm adopted. Yeah. Well, it's the expression. The reactions. Face, right. right. It's the expression. So yes, so th- she's the owner of Dolce Angela. Oh, that's right. I forgot to write down the restaurant name, which apparently has unimaginative food, which we will learn about right. later. Um, she's preparing for a big Christmas Eve dinner at the restaurant, though. Right. 
um, which you think is going to be like a big, you know, seating of customers. And then you find out it's like a few customers and her staff, it's, right? right? It's the employee. Yeah, Christmas it's the Christmas party. party. Because yeah. who doesn't where love- Where everybody's going to get wasted and who doesn't photocopy love their butt. To go to the, the Christmas party <laughs> yeah, where they work. You go to work at, yeah. <laughs> you right. eat that food. All the servers and the busters, <laughs> they get a free meal every day anyway. <laughs> That's where they're going for the, the Feast of the Seven Fish, which, which is a thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. What is it? Explain it to me. Um, it's a, I believe it's a Christmas. It's oh, a, like an Italian uh, tradition. How cool And is they that? serve seven different courses of different types of fish. Oh, gross. Um, so Janet, Janet, right off the bat. Yes. Asks, Recycle Janet. Right. Asks Christina what her Christmas wish is. Right. Of course. Where she says, my wish is that I get some people to love. Yeah, that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. We also find this was out, Brad's favorite line in the film. <laughs> we also learn that uh, she's spastic about receiving her DNA results of her DNA. Yes, yeah, she's you know, far too excited about heritage yeah. test. Yes, where she could possibly be related to Versace or Armani, or you know, just a big family to love on. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you can tell, but Brad was thrilled with this movie. Mm-hmm. So. So she gets her DNA test, right? Right. She logs. Well, we find out. Yeah. That the restaurant has to shut down. Oh, I forgot about that. The water. We leak. have a crisis. Yes. Right. And the the inept plumber guy person, you know, can't fix it in time. But will it interfere with the Christmas Eve dinner, with the feast of seven fishes? <gasps> we don't know. We don't know. We don't oh, know. What we do learn is that she receives her DNA results. Yes. And she finds out that she's fifty percent Jewish. <gasps> What unexpected heritage this is, she says. <laughs> but then immediately decides that she's got to go for a walk to think. So her and Janet go outside. And the first thing she says is, well, now I have to learn a whole new holiday. <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah, yeah. Goes back inside. There were some real winter lines in this mm-hmm. movie. Real winners. So then they go back inside. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's had her brainstorming session. Goes back inside. Yeah, three feet. They, like, right. they, they literally take three steps out and turn around and go back. Bling. Immediately <laughs> receives an email from a woman named Becky who lives 10 miles away in Shaker Heights. You're cl- we're closely related. I don't know how, but do you want to meet sometime? <laughs> Are you saying that you don't think that's realistic, Brad? Mm-hmm. No? Is it any more real- unrealistic than any of the other films we've watched? Mm. What about what about when um, Candace, what's her name? Candace, whatever, and she kicked her shoe off and it just disappeared. We even oh. before we started this, every example you have given me have been <laughs> in regards to an inanimate object. So yes, while that is ridiculous, how about offering a prince a Christmas crawler in the cafe? Is that realistic? Uh, no. Okay then. No, it's point not. for Molly. Right. Okay. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, so we learn that uh, Becky and her brother Scott mm-hmm. are the owners of Lenny Sports Bar. Yep. And sports deli. It's got to be a, a deli. And it did say it's a deli. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Christina just shows up again, looking miserable. Yeah. She does. She walked, she walked into this place and, but sits down <laughs> with Becky, David. And, well, uh, Be- Becky and Scott, her brother Scott. Scott. And Sorry. Then David comes in. David comes yeah. in and David is an old family friend. Yep. And he's come there to taste their new Hanukkah menu. Mm-hmm. Eight crazy latkes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was actually one of my favorite right. little bits in the whole movie. Right. Yeah. Um, and what were some of them? 
well, we had the chocolatka, which yeah. I mentioned. We had the enchilatka, which David suggested should have pico de gallo right. on it. We had the guacamole, wait, guacalatkas. So there's like a lot of Mexican. They were they were clever. Yeah, they were But I, I thought it was really funny later in the movie when Ruth and Christina are making the latkes and mm-hmm. she's like, well, you know, it's really, it's really just potato and onion and some egg. That's yeah. it. <laughs> So I don't know how crazy you can get with these mm, things, but yeah, it's the to- it's all in the toppings, just right. like with frozen yogurt. And uh, yeah, so we learned that David Singer, the renowned food critic, um, <laughs> well, left in Cleveland, a, right? Anyway, yes, left a very um, mediocre review of Dolce Angela. Um, that the lasagna was predictable. Yes, and Christina, of course, has read every article, every review that David has put out. <laughs> So now they've so that was their meet cute and it was not cute. No. No. Um Becky invites Christina over for um for brunch. For brunch. Yes. Where we're introduced to Ruth. Cuz apparently that's what Midwestern Jews do. Is right. they have brunch. Yeah. Um who is played by Mary Lou Renner. Who is wonderful. Yeah. She her. looks great. Yeah, she I looked up. She's uh, aged at all. No. She's amazing. She's yeah. In her six, late 60s. Is she really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And she doesn't even look stretched out. You know how they start to just look like they've like been facing into the wind I thought, for too long? didn't you reprimand me a while back for criticizing the way someone I looked? wasn't criticizing any person in this film. Okay. I'm saying in general, okay. when people get into their, you know, if they've had repeated stretching of their facial skin, yep. they start to look like they've been facing into the wind for too long. Well, so Christina it walks in, mm-hmm. realizes that David is also there. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they sit down and they meet Ruth and um, they enjoy their first batch of lox and cream cheese. <laughs> there was superfluous amounts of lox and cream cheese. Right. Yeah. And there's this. So at the table is David and Becky and Scott, and they are just talking about how they could potentially be be related. Mm-hmm. And Ruth decides, let me just ask some. What? Where were you born? What did you study? How tall are you? What shoe size do you wear? Like it's a complete surprise. Mm-hmm. And and oh, wait, what is your date of birth? <laughs> and when she says November, November 20 something. <gasps> yeah. Ruth. <gasps> All of a sudden glazes, she remembers. She glazes over, <laughs> has to excuse herself to the kitchen for a whopping nine and a half seconds. Right. To process to, the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to, to her process, in her life. Yeah, yeah. And get, compose herself to return to the table. Yes. Where she looks at the entire family. Mm-hmm. And David and pronounces that I, Christina, am your mother. <laughs> you are so mad about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. In front of her, two other children. Right. It was very, the timing was really bad. Yeah. And they were not aware. But the the Lenny, the dead father. Like you wouldn't even do your your kids that you raised the, the courtesy of waiting until this person left to say, by the way, I think she's... My daughter. Right. You would that that instead of saying was an the, issue for me. Instead of to the whole table that she was married yeah. at a young age, the wedding was an old, and then she Yeah. Christina, with no expression whatsoever, mm-hmm. pronounces that this is too much and she must leave. See, I felt that was really realistic. Like that's a I mean Sure. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. So she leaves. Yes. And David chases after her. She right. just says, I, which is a, that's a smart thing to do when you have an upset woman leaving a room. Be sure to follow her, right? Because how could that go bad? Sure, yeah. And she drives off. 
He goes back to the door and Ruth says, I don't know her and I already love her. And it's like, why are you surprised by this reaction? Like, again, right. maybe you just should not have announced that at the table in front of everyone. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so back at Dolce Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she- I just got it. That's why she wants that other statue, huh? The name of this. Never mind. We'll get there. Well, that's where we're at. I- oh, okay. Sorry. Does Angela translate to angel? Well, no, because the angel. Sta- well, kind of. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Anyway. Janet isn't able to stay for the delivery of this angel statue that uh, Sophia, right. um, Christina's adoptive mom, or the mom that adopted her, um, yeah. long wished for to be at the restaurant. And here's the big reveal of the white porcelain stone angel that came from the <laughs> Lowe's garden center. You kind of expect like some water to be spraying sure. out of her mouth or something. Yeah, yeah this, was a, this was just yeah. like something you put next to a shrub. <laughs> But stunning nonetheless. And then David appears to check on her and says, wow, well, that's the, what a wonderful gift. The best gift I ever gave my mom was a golf cart. That was a note I had too. What? What was that? Yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. And something about the battery was always dying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I stopped listening because she, oh, w- oh. she went back on a rant about her, the mom that adopted her, the adoptive, yeah. her adoptive mom. I mean, because you don't ever, you don't ever hear that. You hear that people say my mom and my bio mom. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how it, they're referred to. Right. Yeah. She, she's coping with the death of her yeah. adoptive mom. Yeah. And making sure that everybody knows that she wasn't her biological mom and she's her adoptive mom. Yeah. The mom that adopted me. <laughs> so Ruth, I, I don't even know where we went from here, but Ruth at some point invites her to come to the first night of Hanukkah mm-hmm. and she accepts they want to introduce her to the rest of the family, which is Becky's husband and two kids who are virtually unseen in this movie. I'm not sure why they needed to make sure. I loved it. I don't know why they needed to make... I, I will tell you hmm. because the dynamic between Becky and Scott was a little too um, too yeah, close. Yeah, there was a little bit of chemistry with right? them. Right, there? there was a part where he, she had some like food in her hand and he bent over and bit it. Yeah, was it like... Yeah. So we had to make sure that everyone knew that <laughs> Uh, Scott had a fiance, Sarah, who was f- spending the holidays. But then also the, the Becky's husband, who was in one scene, yeah, or two, maybe two, yeah, with the snow, like the snowman scene, and then yeah, oh, like because he was always off taking the kids to right to the to, in-laws, or or, right yeah. to yeah. ballet or baseball or practice. <laughs> he was Mr. Mom, yeah. So yeah, no, again, this must have been uh, this must have been a movie they filmed in the the peak of uh, pandemic he, time because there was. Literally nobody. Nobody in this movie. Yeah, there was the one the the menorah lighting scene out out mm-hmm. in the town or something. That was the most people we saw. Right. Yeah. Um, I do have to say that I recently um watched a video on Facebook from Tasty. I don't know if you've ever seen those videos, Mm-mm. and it was a discussion on four Jewish moms' take on brisket. Ooh. And, you know, it's really funny because they, you know, they're pretty catty and like, oh, this is too fatty. Oh, this doesn't have enough seasoning. And the woman that mom, so, or one, I'm giving our listener a tip. If for whatever reason you ever make brisket, the secret ingredient is Coca-Cola. Really? That's, Mm. that's what she claimed. And and it was only because there was at that point when they were eating everything, I think somebody mentioned the brisket and that Mm. made me instantly go back to that video. Um, brisket is so good. So I do have to say. Yes. That 
the one tolerable aspect of this movie mm-hmm. was that they felt the need and I I I don't I think it was great mm-hmm. that they took the time to incorporate lines that explained what Hanukkah was. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know right. what it is. Yeah. So, you know, when they lit the menorah, when Ruth was showing Christina her cabinet of heirloom dreidels, yeah. you know, where they explained that... She had some cool dreidels. The letters that wrap around the dreidel um, say, the you know, it's the great miracle happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I liked that. And there are some other things that they talk about with the menorah and the lighting and the learning the, the prayer that they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked all of that. Well, and one of the most beautiful things about I think about Judaism is that all of their rituals and all their holidays have dedicated prayers or song, well, prayers that are sung, right? And it's very unifying and everybody knows the words. I mean, it's like, it's they're really beautiful, beautiful traditions. And I'm, I was glad to see that that was put out for a broader audience. Yep. Yeah. So the next day, David, they're back in the restaurant. Yeah, he keeps popping up right. in the restaurant. Yeah. And and I think he makes some <laughs> corny comment about, oh, I have you ever tried some Italian dish with artichokes? Fried artichokes. Fried yeah. artichokes. And she was like, of course, of course I know what that is. And he's like, well, have you ever thought about putting it on the menu? She snaps. Yeah, she loses it. I don't yeah. want any menu recommendations. And then she collects herself. <laughs> And it's everything in this restaurant is about my mother and preserving her memory as my adoptive mother. So um, <laughs> when she cools down, yeah, they d- now decide that he needs to learn some Christmas traditions. Oh, okay. So they go. Turnabout's fair play. Right. Yeah. So they go and pick out a Christmas tree. They take it back to her house where they decorate it. Where they destroy it. They destroy it. It's awful. It's, I, but there's only one of them in her house, which is a little bit of a relief. Sure. For a Hallmark movie. But you couldn't even see the tree. No, because it's it was literally what, covered in bolts of cloth. It, they they wrapped the entire... Yeah. I, I'm not even sure that it was an actual tree underneath it. Oh, yeah, that um, was bad. That was really bad. So now everybody's shopping and Ruth and Becky are pop out of a, a store. I don't know. What should we get... What should we get Christina for for Chris or for Hanukkah? And I think Becky suggests a watch and um oh, it's, that's not personal enough. That's not personal yeah. enough. But then she says, Well, I don't know what to get her either, and she's my daughter. <laughs> no, she's the she's a human I've known for she came out of my womb and then I've known her for five minutes. For four days. Yes. Oh. David and Christina are out shopping where she has to have the Hanukkah bear. So then when they're all plotting to see what would be what would be the best gift to give Christina, who they just met five days ago. Well, and, and Ruth actually goes to David to right. ask him, right? right? Which is like mm, Right. And, why would he know? And and what do they what do they come up with? <laughs> they want to get her biological father mm. on the phone. Because I want to Ruth says, I want to give her whatever she wants. I just want her to be happy. Yeah. So they have a day day date where they make noodle kugel. Noodle kugel. Which I, at first I thought was just a farce, but it's it's a real <laughs> recipe. Well, they were throwing a lot of, I mean, they were very deliberately putting in a lot of like Yiddish food names in there, which was kind of irritating to me because, I mean, I feel like they probably also eat regular food. Right. But yeah. Um. And then... He he says, "Well, let's go. We got, I got to show you something." And again, the aspect of the movie that I appreciated was that they explained some of these traditions that may be unknown to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Hi! 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 
Samantha, happy Hanukkah! Shalom! Hi! Hello! Oh, this is the best! Oh, and look at you! Hello! We're so happy you're here! So nice to see you! Oh. It's the fourth night of Hanukkah, so we light four candles. The menorah is the symbol of Hanukkah. It's the miracle of light over darkness, good over evil. We might each be a single light, but together we are a powerful voice. I do have to say I did like that that, that scene, and I like the music yeah, a lot. Yeah, that was a fun scene. Yeah. It was. Um, David comes to Ruth the next day and says, oh, I, I called a friend in Sicily, and we, guess what? We found her dad, and here's the phone number. <laughs> and Ruth says, oh, well, how am I going to tell him such enormous news? <laughs> you know, After so long. I don't know. Maybe send him some fucking lox and cream cheese, Ruth. That's how you did it the first time. <laughs> oh, uh, invite him over to brunch. Right. <laughs> and his name was Giorgio. Giorgio, which, Giorgio Lotto. Right. So, I mean, Christina got be- the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she <laughs> she got an Armani and a yeah. family to love. Um, Merry Christmas. Then there's a blackout, a random, R- random winter, right. winter blackout mm. where they proceed to and have- And like in Cincinnati, in the middle of winter- they're going to be like, oh, oh, it, they'll have the power on in the morning. Like, no, it gets like 12 degrees below zero in right. Cincinnati. And nobody's like, oh, it's no big deal. Um, they're sitting at the table, you know, having a very intimate conversation in the dark where he's telling her that he's going to go away. Right. And we now know that she has feelings because she mentioned it to Janet in the grocery. I lo- By the way, I love how both times that they were going grocery shopping, which I would assume was for the restaurant, it was right. like... One potato, right? One one <laughs> clove of garlic. Big successful restaurant. <laughs> yeah, but she uh, she tells him when you lose someone you love so much, it's hard to love again. <laughs> and then when he asks her on a date, she's like, "Nope, no, no, no." Do we ever find out how long ago she broke up with Roger? Was it four? I mean, I thought was the relationship four years. It was a, yeah, she's like you break up a, f- you know, you end a four year engagement over the phone, but yeah. I don't. We don't know how long ago. It was, sure. Do we? Well, let's assume a minimum of ten years, because right, that's <laughs> that would be about right. Yeah. In, in Hallmark years, between, that's about right. Between five and ten years. <laughs> I had I had this written down again. Uh, Ruth says I am Christina's mother. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So now that he he comes to the house, yeah to also share his feelings david does right and this is where we are gifted with (laughs) our first of three well and this may have happened after the hanukkah the last night of hanukkah and they had exchanged the gifts which by the way were absolutely ridiculous she gave them right. oh, these gosh. elaborate, yeah. you know, like court, really? courtside tickets <laughs> yeah. and um, a signed baseball and oh, and then and in that blackout dinner mm-hmm. is when he he said something about his family's tradition was they gave him a bottle of wine 
yeah. uh, for his 21st birthday called Chateau Jean-Marc, <laughs> which they bought the day that he was born. And so the wine aged as he grew. And so How that, corny is that, yeah. And yeah. that was her gift um, to him on the last <laughs> night of Hanukkah, where he then exclaimed, well, maybe we'll be able to share this together, it together. 21 years from now. <laughs> um, so yes. So before the, you know, the big Christmas dinner, they share their first kiss where you can't see it because he's wearing a popped collar jacket. So when he goes to put his arms- <laughs> like, like Dracula, yeah. He did like a full embrace around her. Oh. You couldn't see their faces. <laughs> well, maybe the, maybe the, there was like an outbreak or something on set and so they couldn't really kiss. Yeah. We'll say we'll say that. Sure. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, sure. Just Cr- shut up, Molly. Christina calls Ruth. They meet mm-hmm. out in the angel courtyard where- <laughs> Where she's asking... Um, the Lowe's discount right. section. <laughs> Big lots. She's, she's asked Ruth to give her moral support because she's ready to call her father because that's the gift that Ruth gives her is a bunch of pictures of them building a snowman. and Which uh, I thought was cute. Sure. No, I did. I yeah. did like that moment. Yeah. But yes, yeah, she's ready to call her father for moral support. And the conversation goes like this. Okay. This big reunion conversation? Yeah, the big, okay. big reunion conversation yeah. between Giorgio Lotto and Christina Rossi. <laughs> you must come to Italy. Will you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's it. That's it? That's it. After 40 years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, what a loving, warm reunion. Right. Yeah. So they have their big, successful... She has her big annual Christmas dinner for the employees and the two, the, the, the most best customers. Best customers. Yeah. Essentially, the movie ends with them at the head of the table, cheersing and kissing in front of everybody <laughs> and everybody cheering. What was the kiss like? I don't know, but I would assume it was probably pretty fishy. <laughs> I hope everyone really enjoyed our last uh, review of the season. It was definitely our most upbeat one. Oh, I feel warm and fuzzy three days before Christmas. So I hope when everybody listens to this on two days before Christmas, Mm -hmm. that we've left them with... um, So much joy. So much joy. So much to love about the holidays. But you know what? I think that that, this last episode really um, shows folks our, our brand. This is our brand. Like us or leave us. Yeah. This we're is here, who we're we are. here for us. Right. And you guys can follow along. Yeah. Continue <laughs> to follow along. Please do. Um, Molly, I have a present for you. What? Yeah. I didn't bring your present. I'm going to bring it tomorrow. No, But I want you to open this. Oh, no. Hurt me or yell at me or something like that? Well, Let me see. you endured along with me. <laughs> and so I thought it was my... It's response. really, really well wrapped. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, leftover wrapping paper. Do you paper. have a knife? No, no. I, I want to. Okay. Let's sit and listen to this. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Let's talk amongst. And yourselves. I love how you're just throwing the bits of wrapping paper I, on the ground. What's well, not my house? <laughs> I thought it was. This is so great. What is it? It's a little snowflake. <laughs> yeah, but it's not any ordinary snowflake, Molly. It's is it a multi-tool? It's a multi-tool. Yeah! Because I thought you were too far too practical for a snowflake I am far tiara. Too... <laughs> it's a... I love it so much. 
just snow. Oh my god, it's got an Allen wrenches. Yeah, a <gasps> bottle opener. It's got a Phillips screw, two different Phillips screwdrivers a and a flat. Head. Oh, oh, and a bottle. Brad, I love this. Yep. <gasps> Thank you so much. It's the best snowflake ever given. <laughs> You're officially a Hallmark princess. Oh, thank you, Brad. Oh, I love it. I love it. Of course, it probably didn't cost as much as that stupid, ugly throw I got you. So. My favorite present so far. Merry, well, have you received many presents? No. Oh, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. So now that we've had snowflakes, are we going to award this movie any snowflakes? That snowflake in your hand is the only snowflake I'm giving out today. (laughs) So I'll leave that, leave it up to you. Well, Brad and I have had a very heated difference of opinion about this film because I actually, this is my actual favorite film. And I don't know, I couldn't tell you exactly why I liked it so much. I think it's because it felt really like their love story felt normal and natural. I mean, the people seemed like Well, there was certainly no, there was certainly no Christmas daddy in this movie. (laughs) There, (laughs) There was no Christmas daddy. And that, I did miss Christmas daddy. I won't lie. But, <laughs> and Justin Timberlake called and asked for his uh, his, his, hi- his highlighted perm back. <laughs> Sorry, David. So I don't... Do you happen to remember what's the most snowflakes I've given out? I want to say it was last week. It was yeah, like 3.75. I, I think maybe. I, so I think this one's going to have to go... Mm, I can't give it five because I, I don't give anything at five stars. I'm going to give it 4.25. No, 4.27 stars. Snowflakes. I don't... I think you had too many eggnogs when you watched this. I, I, I don't know how. So, Molly, um, this was your first experience with Hallmark movies. Yeah. This was our first experience with podcasting. Yep. How do you feel? Um, I feel like um, I would like to get about 65 hours of my life back, except that I wouldn't trade that. For all the wonderful memories that we have shared on this podcast. Oh, are you going to cry? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe about the 65 hours. I oh, yeah. Because there were a few, there were a few moments, right? So yeah. we've watched about 75 hours worth, but you know, there was, there was some, definitely some good stuff in there. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I feel, I'm happy. I'm really happy that you invited me to be part of it. And I think um, it was overall a really good experience. How about you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's certainly been a learning curve. <laughs> For anybody that uh, mm. is thinking about doing a podcast, uh, it's a lot of work. It's- yeah, message Brad at no. <laughs> <laughs> email Molly at homeforhallmark <laughs> at gmail.com. She she manages the. I know our absolutely email. nothing. Nothing. Um, it's a lot of work. Yeah, but and all the fantastic editing, Brad. It's been really fulfilling. Again, yeah. this has been a an avenue that I've been a fan of for many years. Um, didn't have any idea but just thought it was a, a fun concept for a podcast and especially doing a mini series. We were on the Apple I, Apple podcast charts at mm-hmm. number 100. Fantastic. Um, Apparently I have a great voice for radio. You've got a great voice. I also voice. have a face made for radio. Imagine that. <laughs> Hence why we no one has seen any photos of us. <laughs> well, there was the one photo of me 20 feet away with a mask on. Oh, right. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's as much as you're going to see That's from us. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. So with that listener... We're wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas. And Happy Chinooka. Happy Chinooka. (laughs) We did this for you guys. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is Home for Hallmark. I'm dreaming tonight of a place I love. Even more than I usually do 
Ooh, harmony. And although I know it's a long road back, I promise you. Hey, Brad, is it is it my turn yet? I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> you mean Hallmark? You can count on me. Well, I mean that's that's pretty questionable to be honest. These <laughs> have snow and mistletoe. Duh! How else am I gonna get a kiss? By the tree. It better be round trip tickets to Paris. Christmas Eve will find you Alone on the couch with my cats Where the love light bleeds No, that's the 25 Christmas trees I keep in my closet I'll be home for Christmas If only in my dreams Well, I just take two Benadryl when I want to have Hallmark dreams <gasps> Speaking of dreams, Brad, I had the best dream last night. I was an orphan and single, you know, like you. So I hate Christmas and dating and hot cocoa. Then I go back in time where I meet the local contractor and we decorate wreath ornaments. Then we ride off in a carriage through a mistletoe maze and he gives me a a snowflake tiara. It's the night of the big ball. And after only 12 minutes of rehearsal for the big number, all eyes were on me as I take center stage. Da-na-na-na-na-na. gonna see anybody. Merry Christmas, Brad. Merry Christmas, Molly. 